Start off with the nugget this morning. Instead of adding a New Year's resolution, instead of adding a New Year's resolution, just fulfill your daily devotional reading. Just fulfill your daily devotional reading. I know that kind of slipped by. You know, you're trying to get all these New Year's resolutions and when, it, when you're normal reading, it just slips by. So forget about the New Year's resolution. God has you in his plans. But get, get, get with your uh, daily devotional readings. Amen? Yeah. All right. Uh, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks, Lord, that this is the day that you've made. I thank you, Lord, that as we hear your word, Father God, uh, we become enlightened, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that we are salt and light. And, Father God, that uh, we will, Father God, do that which is that you've called us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn with me to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 17. That's Jeremiah, chapter 17. Hallelujah. As we begin the new year, uh, it's about where we are and how we trust God. As we begin the new year, it's about where we are and how we trust God. Thank you for the amens. In Jeremiah chapter 17, let's go to verse... 7. I'll begin with verse 7. Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord. Boy, you had a you lost a good place to say amen and shout. Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. For he or she shall be a tree planted by waters that spreads out her roots by the river and shall not see when heat cometh but her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought. Neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Glory to God. Hallelujah. From the Amplified, it reads, that's uh, Jeremiah chapter 17, beginning with verse 7, Amplified. Most blessed is the man who believes in, trusts in, and relies on God, and whose hope and confidence is in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters that spreads out its roots by the river, and it shall not see and fear when heat comes, but its leaf shall be green. It shall not be anxious and full of care in the year of drought, nor shall it cease yielding fruit. Glory to God. You need to take that text with you for the rest of the year. Because you're, if you're going to be blessed, you have to trust in God. Okay? This is our year to push into what God has called you to. This is a year that you need to push into what God has called you into. This year of 2019, it's not a time to sit back and hope for something good to happen. You can't sit back. 
Oh, glory to God. So let's now go to the New Testament and find the book of Romans, chapter 10. That's Romans chapter 10. You want to be a blessed person? Romans chapter 10. Verse 17, a familiar verse that we looked at, have looked at before. So faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. From the Amplified it says, So faith comes by hearing. What is told and what is heard comes by the preaching of the message that came from the lips of Christ, the Messiah himself. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing is more than just listening. Hearing is more than just listening. It means to gain an understanding, to pay attention. I mean, when you're, when you're in school, you just listen, and everything you know, the teacher says, it just goes out the other side. But if you're hearing, you retain it. So faith cometh by hearing, retaining the word. That's how you get blessed. Amen? Amen? Okay, since we're in that neighborhood, let's go to the book of Hebrews now. Hebrews chapter 11. You see, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And now we find out in get there, the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. From the Amplified, it reads, that's Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, Amplified. Now, faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of things we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see, and the conviction of the reality faith perceives as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. Faith is a substance, glory to God, of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What is faith? A substance. The chair you're sitting on is substance. The floor that your feet are on is substance. The car that you drove in and sat in is substance. Faith has substance. Enough to get a hold of what you're believing for. The word substance means to grab hold of something in this verse. Grab hold of something. It exists in the natural. Substance exists in the natural. Faith has substance. It exists in the natural. Faith is a substance of our inner natural world. Faith is natural in our natural world. It gets a hold of things in the supernatural and brings it back into the natural. Your faith substance goes into the supernatural, grabs it, and brings it back into the natural. That's what faith does. Amen. It has a good, 
strong grip on faith takes what, what you're holding on to or believing for and it pulls it into the natural. Amen. Shake it. Faith has substance. Okay, let's back up to the book of Romans now. These are all familiar scriptures. Romans chapter 4. We're going to see faith defined here. Romans chapter 4, beginning with verse 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who had quickened the dead, and called those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken. So shall thy seed be. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 19. And being not weak in faith, what? That faith has substance. He considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in substance, giving glory to God. And being, being fully persuaded what he had promised, he was able also to perform. He had substance. Amen. We need to have our substance working. Abraham had to believe, had to keep on believing and saying it and believing it for, for God. How many years when God gave him, spoke to Abraham, he gave him a promise. And God has given us some promises too. And some of us have forgotten them. So well, it's, it's long past overdue. No, Abraham waited 25 years. What did he say? Over and over. I am Abraham, a father of many nations. Means I'm going to have some seed out there. He had substance. Glory to God. 25 years. Some of us could barely make it two days on believing in something. <laughs> Abraham had substance. He had faith. He held on to that faith. No matter how long it takes, faith brings it into manifestation. So some of us back last year, need to grab hold of those promises that we had and bring it back and begin to stand on God's word. Amen. God is not a liar right. or not a man that he should lie. Amen. God performs his word. Amen. Some of us need to say, Lord, give me patience. At least 25 years worth. Right. <laughs> All right, let's go to Mark. Let's go to the book of Mark right now real quick. Mark chapter 11. You know where we're going here. Mark chapter 11, verse what? 23 and 24. This is what Jesus is trying to tell the disciples. Faith has substance. Mark 11. 
verse 23. For verily I say unto you, Whatsoever you shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he hath saith shall come to pass, and he shall have whatsoever he saith. Go up to verse 22. Half, Jesus answered, said, Have faith in God. In other words, we need to have, have faith, have substance. Reading again verse 23. For verily I say unto you, that, who, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he shall say shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Did Jesus give us a time limit? Did he say you have to wait 15 minutes? He says, what you believe for, you need to stand on. He says, it's going to come to pass. You have to believe and confess. We don't have, what Jesus has said, there's no time limit to what you believe and speak. It's going to come. Just wait. Be patient. There's no time limits here. On our receiving. But keep believing till, keep saving, saying till it happens. He didn't say quit after a week. He didn't say quit after a month or two months, True. six months, a year. We're all believing and hoping it's not going to be six months eight months or a year, we're hoping the manifestation comes right away. But, you know, he says, stick with it. Don't put it off. He says, what, whatever you're saying is going to come to pass. That's what he told the disciples. Amen. What can you believe God for and how long can you keep on believing? What can you believe God for and how long are you going to keep on believing it? Some people thought, well, I'll never be able to get a new car or I'll never get a house. But they didn't stop. And guess what? They've got a house, they've got a car, et cetera, et cetera. Some have more money in the bank than they ever had before. Some have more strength in their bodies. They've got physical strength. They have faith. They have substance. You have to keep on believing and confessing. Don't. Back down on it. Everything in life is totally dependent on how you see it. When you talk to people, oh, I hope. When they say, I hope, it's, there's no expectation there. They're just hoping. When you have the God kind of hope, there's expectation. God's hope has expectation. Man's hope Worldly hope has no expectation. I'm hoping, I'm, you know, that type of stuff. Proverbs, go to Proverbs chapter 4. Glory to God. Again, uh, familiar scriptures. In Proverbs chapter 4. Beginning with verse 20. That's Proverbs 4, 20. My son, attend to my words. 
Incline thy ears unto my saying. Let them not depart from thy eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. What's the key word here? Or words here? Verse 20 and 21. Incline thy ear unto thy, his things, the word. Here's the key verse. Let them not depart from thy eyes. Let them not depart from my eyes. We have to keep the word before us. What do you tell uh, Joshua? Night and day you shall look at the word. Some of us think 15 minutes is too long. Man, you know, I've got to get my time. We need to get into word and find out what God's talking to us about. What, do you, what we see people do in the Old Testament, the blessings... The covenant rights we can have, but we have to hold on to it, put, put substance to our faith. Amen? Okay, most Christians have let the word slip by. Hello? You know what? You remember what Hosea 4 and 6 says? My people perish for a lack of knowledge, or they reject knowledge. Okay? In other words, when you reject knowledge, you pay little attention to the words of knowledge. My people reject knowledge. And then we let it go. Ouch, that's hard. You let the words slip by. Oh, that was for years ago. Uh, that was for Joshua, look what he, he did. He kept the word before him day and night, and look, look how good he was. Oh, that was for Joseph. He kept the word, and look how good he was. But the word's not for me today. Is it not? It's for you today. It's, the word says that those things were written in the Old Testament for our benefit to learn, to be guided by. Glory to God. Amen. Okay, let's go back to Mark, chapter 11. In Mark, chapter 11. Oh, glory. Go back to verse 23, oh, 22. Have faith in God. Jesus says, have faith in God. For verily sent you whatsoever you shall say to this mountain, and be rather removed, and, and be cast thou into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he hath said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things ye soever ye desire, when you pray, believe, that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Again, there's, there's, he doesn't tell you there's a short waiting time. He just says there's a, a time to wait, but to keep the word before you. In other words, believe, and 
you shall receive, it will be yours. If God's word says, by whose stripes you were healed, you are what? Healed. If God's word says, my God shall supply all your needs, then he does it. Oh, okay. Let's go. Let's go back to the Old Testament and turn to the book of Joshua. The book of Joshua, chapter 6. That's Joshua, chapter 6. We want to look at, begin in verse 2. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given into thy hand Jericho, and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. And ye shall compass the city, all ye men of war, and go around about the city once. Thus shalt thou do for six days. So for six days they, go, they walk around, for six days there, they walk around the city once. And seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram horns, and the, and the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times. So on the seventh day, you're going to walk around the city how many times? Seven. And the priest, after you go around the, at, at the end of the seventh time, the priest shall blow with trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when ye make when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, okay, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall flat, and the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. Glory to God. What, was going, what is taking place? God says, I'm going to give you Jericho. This is the substance. This is faith going out. Glory. You have victory. He's saying, I'm going to give you victory. So Israel does what the Lord says. They walk for, for six days. They walk around the city once. They go back, eat lunch or breakfast. You know. Second day, they walk around the city one more time. They do that for six days. On the seventh day, they get up extra early so they get to walk around the, that city, Jericho, seven times. Amen. At the seventh time, at the end of the seventh time, the priests blow the trumpets and the walls fall, right? <laughs> you better read what we just read. Does the wall fall when the trumpets blow? Come on. No. The walls do not fall when the trumpets are blown. When the shout went out. You have to shout. There's your faith. There's a substance. If they just walked around that thing seven times and waited, nothing would have happened. They had to shout. They had to complete what God told them to do. This is what's wrong with us. We walk around what we believe and we hear the trumpet, and we don't do anything about it. 
We need to shout, thank you, Lord, it's God. It's happening. Whatever he's called you to do. So when you read Jericho, I mean Jericho, when you read Je Je Joshua this coming year as you go through the Bible, when you get to the part when they go around that seventh time, you'll hear the trumpet, doo -doo 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 -doo, shout. Amen. And the walls are going to come down. That which is holding you back is going to fall. And you're going to go in to victory. Amen. Well, you, you don't have to wait till you read Jericho, I mean uh, Joshua. You can do it today. Amen. Find out what God's telling you to do. And do it. And then shout. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Okay, Jer Joshua 6. Verse 20. So the people shouted even when the priests blew the trumpets and it came to pass that when the, when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout that the walls fell flat. You've got to do something. We need to keep on shouting. Amen. When God has said something, given us, given us a promise, we need to shout about it. Thank you, Lord. I receive. My faith is out there. I'm bringing it in to the natural. Amen. The substance of their faith was in the shout of faith before they saw the walls fall. The walls did not fall until they shouted. The very last thing God told them to do. Just how many of us can keep on shouting before we see God come, come in on our behalf? Yay, Lord. It didn't come the, it didn't come the first day. Yay, Lord. It didn't come the second day. What are you believing for? Yay, Lord. It's a week. Oh, Lord. It's a month. Oh, no. We give up. Each and every day you got to say, thank you, Lord. It's mine. Amen. I've got that new car. I've got that new job. I've got that raise in pay. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. i got a scholarship to go to the next college. Oh, thank you, Lord. I'm going to be the top of the class. you got to start believing, start speaking it. Oh, well, you know, there's, there's so many other people ahead of me. Uh, they're bright, uh, they're studious, and it's just me. Well, you are one of the chosen few. You are one of Daniel's men. You're, actually, you're one of God's child. And what you say shall come to pass. So change your, change your thoughts and put it up there as a, Hey, I'm, I'm graduating with full honor, honors. Or I've got this job with full honors. I, have, I am highly favored in what I do. 
I'm going to, my office is going to be an office like nobody else has had. I'm not going to be in a cubicle. It says a, a wise man will stand before great people. You're wise. You're going to be standing before great people, and they're going to listen to you, and you will have favor. But you've got to speak it out. And you've got to keep that promise before you. Faith that has substance demands results. Faith that has substance demands results. Thank you, Lord. It's mine. It's always mine. Thank you, Lord. It demands the results, no matter how long it takes. Well, it's been two weeks. And the stove has not arrived. <laughs> been four weeks, and the washer and dryer's not here. Well, I'll just wait. Well, wait right. Speak the word. Don't put doubt and unbelief into it. The more you doubt and unbelief, the further it goes. Oh, we got it. We got it. We got something else happening. We'll call you later. Oh, I got something else. Speak up. It's coming now. I have it now. Glory to God. We must stand firm on what we are believing for. We cannot be, we cannot be double-minded and waffling. Quit changing your mind every other day. Stand firm on faith, your substance. Talk faith. Quit worrying and keep believing. Don't murmur and complain, but start shouting the victory. Believe, speak, and shout. The more we give to God, the praise, the worship, the more we can expect the covenant rights to be manifested in our lives. The more we give to God, the more we can believe and expect covenant rights to manifest in our life. Okay, let's go to Mark. Go back to the book of Mark. This time, Mark chapter 8. In Mark chapter 8. Oh, glory. This is the year that you're going to fulfill all what God's called you to do. Oh, some of, some of you, your mouth's dropped. Huh? No, this is the year that, you, you're, that God's called you to fulfill. Okay. Mark chapter 8. Look at verse 27. That's Mark chapter 8, 27. And Jesus went out and with his disciples into the towns of Caesarea Philippi. And by the way, he asked his disciples, saying unto them, Whom do men say I am? Hmm. Whom 
do men say that I am? And then verse 29, and he said unto them, by whom say, say ye I am? Jesus asked him, who do you say I am? Our faith substance is determined by our confession of who Jesus is. Our faith substance is determined who Jesus is. Whatever situation or circumstance that you're facing, you have to know who Jesus is. Because he's the author and finisher of our faith. He's our substance. So since with, with that in thought, let's go to the book of Hebrews one more time. Hebrews chapter 4 this time. That's Hebrews chapter 4. Look at verse 14. That's Hebrews 4, 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest. That's Hebrews 4, 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that has passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession or confession. Our confession of faith, our substance in faith is Jesus. Our confession and confession, our, our confession or profession of faith is based on whatever God said it can be. He's the only one that makes things possible. Amen. It's by me, he says, through me, that things are possible. Again, Abraham stood for 25 years believing, speaking, and shouting. How long are you willing to stand for your manifestation of what you're asking for. How many times will you have to go around that problem before it falls? You can go around it just once and destroy it. Don't let that thing stand before you. Find out what God says about it and speak it over or take that promise that God's given you and speak it over yourself or over the situation. Amen? Amen? We must make a commitment to our confession. Oh, you knew we had to get there, didn't you? Is what we think and words we speak, are they focused on God's interest in our lives? Is what we think and the words we speak Focus on what God's word tells us to do. One thing that God's word tells us to do, we need to deny ourselves and surrender ourselves to the Lord Jesus Christ. Then all our plans, or his plans for our life will come to pass. Amen. When we want it one way, we will have to do it God's way. Well, this is the way it should be. No, God says we're going to do it this way. We're going to follow God's way. When we, do, when we want it done our way, then we've got to follow what God says. 
everything we say or do and how we treat others corresponds directly to what and how we receive from God. Let me read that again. Everything we do and say and how we treat others corresponds directly to what and how we receive from God. Turn with me to the book of Genesis. In Genesis chapter 50. You know where Genesis is, right? Genesis chapter 50. Glory to God. In Genesis chapter 50, we find Joseph. Joseph Joseph is also an example, just like Abraham. Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers, found himself in Egypt, in Potiphar's house. Potiphar's wife started chasing him. And a bunch of lies and accusations came, and so he's thrown in jail. When he's in jail, other things happen. He gets thrown into the big prison. Yet he kept his words right. He kept his confession right. He knew who he was. He knew who he was as a child of God. You've got to speak, even in the worst situation, you've got to speak who you are. I am above and not beneath. And here he was beneath everybody. He said, I'm the tail. I mean, pardon me. I'm the head, not the tail. Yet he was at the bottom of everything. But he said, he kept on saying, I'm the head. I'm above. I have favor. And finally, when Joseph was exonerated, Genesis chapter 50 found it. Verse 19, beginning with verse 19. That's Genesis chapter 50, verse 19. And Joseph said to him, his brother, Fear not, for I am in the place of God. Verse 20. But as for you, your thoughts, ye thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass, as it is this day, to save much people alive. He kept his faith. He became powerful, second powerful person in Egypt. And he said, what was evil? Forget it. I am an overcomer. I am more than a conqueror. What's your saying this morning? Wow. Returning to Jeremiah chapter seven, uh, 17, verse, as we close, 17, verses 7 8. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord 
and whose hope is in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river, and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green. And will not be anxious in the year of drought. Think about, think about this. If, if you were in the recent fires in California, and you found a tree with fires all around it, and you found one tree, every other tree was burnt crisp, but you found one tree with green leaves that had fruit on it, what would you say? That tree had to be miraculously blessed. Well, guess what? That's how you are in today's society. Everything else be going down around you, but you are above and not beneath. You shall be like a tree planted by the waters which spreads out its roots by the river, and you will not fear when heat comes, but the leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. This year, 2019, as you have your faith out there, the substance of faith out there, you will bear fruit, good fruit. God always stands by his word, and he never forgets his promises. But we need to go out there and speak. We need to believe, speak, and shout. Amen. This year, you're building faith or substance for bearing fruit in this year of 2019. Amen. Amen. And if you're looking for a title, Faith for 2019. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And you're not going to have to walk that lonesome valley by yourself. <laughs> if God be for me, who can be against me? And what can they do to me? Nothing. Yeah. Amen. And we need to pray also this year more, more intently for our president. The Democrats are after him. So uh, he needs your, your prayers to be successful. And we need that wall built. Stop the, the plague that's coming into our country. Amen? Amen. All right. Uh, we'll prepare for uh, the communion service. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Receive this communion until we all get together. I know he's not impatient. But we know that uh, he's given it to us for remembrance. And Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. For I received the Lord that which he also I deliver unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he brake it, 
and said, Take eat. This is my body which is broken for you. This endure in remembrance of me. After the same manner, he also took the cup. When it's up, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye ye drink it in remembrance of me. Of course, we know that the bread, he said it was his body. It has the stripes and the bruises upon his body, signifying all sicknesses and diseases he took on himself that we could be free of sickness and disease. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks that Jesus sacrificed his body that we might walk free, Father God, by his, by his stripes are we made whole. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks for it in Jesus' name. Amen. The sacrifice of Jesus' body was a great thing. But the shedding of blood is what is the key point. For it washes away the sin that we might be made whole. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks for the blood that was shed to cleanse us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, don't forget to, if you haven't got your uh, calendar for January, pick one up. But note that the ladies' uh, luncheon on the on the 19th has been canceled until further notice. Amen. Anybody need prayer? I should have asked that earlier. Okay, let's all stand. Father, we're praising you and we're just giving you thanks. We thank you, Lord, as we begin this new year, Father God. We have great expectations and high hopes, Father God, and confidence, Father God, that what you ask us to do and what we are capable of doing, Father God, will be granted, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that our faith will bring us through, Father God. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks as we go our separate ways. Thank you, Lord, that we can be a blessing to those that we come in contact with. And everyone said, Amen. Amen.